All right, we got another thing about the weekend. You know I got to talk about it. I can't help myself. I'm sorry. It is what it is. It, it has to be done. It has to be done. It has to be done. This is the All Anal Podcast with Sebastian Starr. Hello and welcome to another episode of the All Anal Podcast. I'm your host, Sebastian Starr, and today we are rolling in on season six. That is incredible. Season six, about two years down, 60 episodes in, and a long way still left to go. First and foremost, I want to say thank you to everyone who's been rocking out with me from day one. As you can tell, I have learned from my previous episodes. I have evolved. I have matured. I have made corrections and fixed past mistakes, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm looking forward to continuing improving, to become better, to become a better hostess, a better podcaster, a better influencer, anything that I have to do to get my voice out there for more and more people to hear. I'm going to do what it takes. Short, It's a short version of what I'm trying to say. But thank you still for holding out and, and sticking with me and, and participating. I really, really, really do appreciate it, as always. And today, you already know... You already know, The weekend released another single last week. I had to listen to it, and now I got to talk about it. I, I can't get enough of talking about this guy. I, I have to do it. it. It's something that just, I can't not talk about it. And, and here's, before I even dive into the song, before I even talk about what's happening with this guy, a lot of people are very, very upset with The weekend right now. I'm saying I'm kind of borderline just like, damn, you know, what the hell type shit. If you haven't heard, he postponed his After Hours tour again. This is the third postponed date for the tour. This tour was originally supposed to happen back in 2019. But obviously, the pandemic forced a lot of things to be pushed back, you know. And that's inconvenient, but it is what it is, you know. The country's doing what it can to do what it does, whatever. So the concert got pushed back to 2022. It was supposed to be set originally for this year, but then it got pushed pushed back again for 2022. So that's two postpones right there. And then he released about two weeks ago that he was canceling the concert altogether and doing a stadium-wide world tour for the summer of 2022. So now, for the fans who were like me, who you know bought their tickets back in 2019, who've been waiting for this concert for the past two years, has to wait not only again, and of course, we're all getting refunded for our concert tickets, so I'm not really tripping off that, but now we have to wait for the new release dates for this tour and buy our tickets all over again, which a lot of people on Twitter and Instagram were like, this is unfair, this is bogus, this is ridiculous, you shouldn't have to cheat your fans like this, some of us have been holding out for two plus years, and da-da-dee-da-da-da, whatever. I can see past the issues and understand, and I'm not even trying to be biased, I'm not, because there were a lot of concerts that were canceled for the year 2020, and none of them got rescheduled. They were just flat out canceled, and that was a lot of shows. So at least he's still trying, you know what I mean? At least he's still making attempts. And, you know, it was like, you know, if you already bought your ticket, you get first dibs on the new tour dates, blah, 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 blah. The biggest issue that people are having on the internet, however, 
is this is a stadium tour. This is a double albumed stadium tour. So he's combining the after hours with the dawn era and putting it in this massive like, which is great, which is absolutely amazing because now we're getting two concerts technically, two album-themed concerts smushed together, so you know it's going to be a long show. It's a stadium tour, so the, the setting is bigger, the performance is going to be better. You know, me, for example, I live in Nashville, Tennessee. Our stadium is the Titan Stadium, or if you're a noob, the Nissan Stadium, whatever the fuck ever, it's the Titan Stadium. So that's kind of where... I'd imagine the setting is going to be because it was originally at the Bridgestone Arena, which is where we have all the hockey games and stuff like that. So I'm still looking forward to going, but a lot of people were like, oh, why are you doing this? You need to make better music. You need to stay devoted to your friend. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, there's no need to get bitter. There's no need to get mad. There's no need to throw a little temper tantrum. You know, I'm sure he's trying to do everything he can to make sure that not only his fans are satisfied, but that he's doing them justice. But for the niggas who said make better music, I that's kind of what hurt my feelings because it's like the music is not the problem. My biggest issue is that this concert keeps getting postponed and I'm just I know I didn't say that word right. This tour keeps getting postponed and I'm just tired of waiting. You know what I mean? And I and I gave you a break. For 2020, it was a fucking pandemic. Everybody was getting sick. Everybody was dying. People were still getting sick. People were still dying. You know what I mean? I get that. I get that. What I don't like and what I don't appreciate is the fact that I have to wait even longer to see him. and Because I'm still going to go. I'm still going to this concert. So that's not my issue. And I'm getting refunded the money back for my original ticket. Okay, great. I'm still going to the show. Like, that's not my problem. But people are like, make better music. Like, his music has declined. Like, After Hours wasn't literally one of, if not the greatest album in 2020. During a fucking pandemic, this man managed to release an album that did so well that it blew the minds and expectations of anyone in attendance listening to it. People who don't even like The Weeknd was fucking with at least three songs off of this album. And I've talked about After Hours, and I'm not going to dive into it right now, but damn it, you're not about to do me. (laughs) You're not about to tell me that this man did not deliver excellence, perfection, during a time of crisis. Like, we didn't fall the fuck back on that shit. So you can kiss my ass. But anyway, I digress. People are like, oh, make better music. And people, I guess, are complaining that this new sound is is outside of the norm. And I'm not going to hold you. I'm not crazy about the new sound, but it's never been about just the music for me. The music was just a part of it. The music was just, you know, a part of the recipe. Initially, what caught my attention with The Weeknd from day one is his vocal skills absolutely, and his lyricism. The music has always been good. And it's not even like it's bad music. It's not even like it's trash. It's not even like it's, you know, played out or overrated. None of that. People are just haters. And haters are going to hate regardless. But I digress. Let's dive into the song. It's with the Swedish House Mafia, which that sounds like a a name affiliated with a group of people that I don't want to get on the bad side of. But Tomato, tomato, potato, potato. And the song is called Moth to a Flame. Now, when I first heard it, 
I liked how it felt overall. As far as the music goes, it was cool. It felt like something you can kind of, it's like, it reminded me of disco music, which apparently he's taking a lot of inspiration from like the disco wave and things like that. So that's, I get it, right? I get it. And again, it's the lyricism that caught my attention. And then because the weekend fans are insane in the membrane, they, <laughs> and they're all over the internet. At least most of the diehard ones like I am are just like, you know, on the same page as me as far as this whole concert thing goes. And when it comes to this song, it's just hilarious because they're childish and they have no, they have no chill, no filter. And I appreciate that. I used to feel like I'm not as crazy as some people think that I am about this guy. But a lot of people are, you know, under the impression that this song is dedicated to Bella Hadid, his ex-girlfriend, which if you see the photos of the two of them together, it was just like peaceful. It was just so like it was like couples goals or whatever, which you never know what's going on behind closed doors. You have no idea what their personal lives entail. You don't really know the individual as well as you think you do, especially since both of them are so secluded from the rest of the world. They don't really post a lot on social media. They don't really go out all the time on their own scale. You know, they don't really do a lot of things publicly and they don't draw a lot of attention to themselves usually. So there's really no way of knowing what the hell is going on in their personal lives. But Whatever the reason was for the breakup, it's their personal business, and I ain't got nothing to do with that. But so many people on the internet are childish as hell, and they are all under the impression that not only is this song about her, but he's spilling the tea, as as the kids would say. He's he's gossiping. He's he's letting the world in on their little their little download sessions, and I just think it's hilarious. You are now tuned into the All In A Podcast with Sebastian Stone. So, let's dive into these lyrics, shall we? And may I say, just really, really quickly, he has always been a toxic artist. <laughs> He's always been toxic lyrically. And when I say toxic, I don't mean the, you know, break into your house and tear up all of your shit and then call you with some type of sob story as to why they did it. Toxic. I'm talking more along the lines of he will ruin your life intentionally and then make you feel bad about it. Like that's the level that since day one, he has always been on that. I'm going to do whatever I want to do to you. You're going to let me do it. And when I'm gone the next day, don't come at me with the bullshit and the sob stories. He's always had that type of appeal. He's always been that type of guy. And I feel like people think just because he transitioned from alternative R&B to pop that that went away. No, it didn't. It just, it's still there. It's still very much rich and ingrained in his DNA that he's just that type of guy. That has never dissipated. And I'm going to explain to you exactly why I said that. So the song is called Moth to a Flame, right? First verse, like a moth to a flame, I'll pull you in. I pulled you back to what you need initially is just one call away and you'll leave him. You're loyal to me, but this time 
I let you be. That right there alone is just, I'm, I'm not, I don't want to say I'm giving you permission, but I'm, I'm giving you permission <laughs> to do whatever you want with whoever you want for the time being, because all I have to do is call you and you are going to do whatever I say because even though you're devoting your time and energy to this guy that you're currently with, your loyalty still remains with me. Tell me that's not the most toxic thing. <laughs> Tell me that's not the most unhealthy thing you have ever heard. And I'm sure he's a nice guy. <laughs> I'm sure he's a nice guy. I'm sure he's, you know, very giving, very loving, very wholesome, very humble, but damn, just for real. And then we get into the pre-chorus. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. This whole, this whole, th I'm just going to read it. Cause he seems like he's good for you and he makes you feel the way you should. And all your friends say he's the one he love, his love for you is true. But does he know you call me when he sleeps? But does he know the pictures that you keep? But does he know the reasons that you cry? Or tell me, does he know where your heart lies? Where it truly lies? I'm going to stop just for a hot second right there because that is so just detrimental. <laughs> Like you, okay, so you're you're on the outside. I'm going to do a little POV. You're from the outside looking in to your ex's current relationship. You're not deep diving. You're not stalking her. You're not on some Joe from you shit. You're just trying to see how she's doing. You're doing just a little check-in, just whatever. Just, I was thinking about you and I'm just curious on where your life is going. I don't give a damn about the guy that you're with, but from what... I see in you, you're happier, you're smiling more, you feel better about yourself, you're confident and you're content and you feel good. All of your friends and family are like, oh my gosh, ever since you and so-and-so got together, you have just been radiant, you're glowing, you're, you're beautiful and everything just seems, everything is going well, right? And, and you, you, you agree, everyone else agrees, you're all on the same page, everything is going great. Now tell me, does he know that you call that you call me when he falls asleep? Does he know that you still have pictures of us together, whether they be on your phone, on your laptop, on some secret file, whatever the case? I know you still got them. I don't know how you may be looking at them, but I know they're still there. Does he know why you get so upset? out of nowhere, why you feel just low beyond low out of nowhere? Does he know why you're so emotionally detached sometimes out of nowhere? But more importantly, does he have any idea that despite the fact that the two of you have built something strong and pure and clean and healthy together, that in the back of your mind, you're still hoping, wishing, and praying that it all falls apart because you know the second that it does, you coming right back to me. Does he know that? Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And it's when I say toxic, I mean it in the literal 
worst way possible. And that's pretty much the whole song, to be honest with you. The chorus repeats again. The chorus repeats again. And in the midst between the first chorus and the second chorus, he's just saying, you should be with him. I let you go from time. You should stay with him. This is me giving you that heads up, that warning that, hey, just because you felt some type of way with me when we were together doesn't mean it's going to get that way now. What you have is good. It's strong. Make it stable. Be content and stick with it. Because I know all I got to do is snap my fingers and you're going to get the fluttering back. Don't do that. Stick with what you got. It's good for you. Because this right here, no. And I, I just can't with this guy. Like he's, he, makes, he makes beautiful music. Don't get me wrong. He makes beautiful music. It's, it's lovely. It's heavenly. It's, it's rejuvenating. You know what I mean? Like it makes you feel things internally as well as mentally and spiritually and even emotionally. But the lyrics on this guy, like the shit that he comes up with is just like, bro, you are beyond out of pocket. Like this is a no, no, you cannot do that. But I mean, Hey, it's a, it's a good song. It is. It's a really good song. And when take my breath came out, I was like, okay, you know, this is pretty cool. I like, I like to my breath. Actually, I wasn't, I'm not too crazy about the disco theme. And this is me admitting when my favorite artist does something that I can't normally get jiggy with. But again, it's the lyricism. It's the vocals. I love the things that are being said and the quote unquote stories being told. He has a story for every situation. And that's not just me being biased. Me being biased to saying that I'm looking forward to this next era and I think it's going to be even better than after hours. That's a bold face of lie. Because I am thoroughly convinced that there is nothing better than After Hours. And unless this album really punches me in the face and proves me wrong, I stick to that. I'm dying on that hilltop, whatever you want to call it. It's not changing my mind. You're not going to do it. So that's just me. That's just my opinion. You can take it however you want. It is what it is. But I digress. That, my friends was Moth to a Flame by The Weeknd and the Swedish Mafia House. Now, again, we are anticipating this album. He's working with a lot of like major time producers and artists to put this album together. So we're really going to see what direction it comes and goes when it gets here. And again, we have this stadium-wide, worldwide double album tour to look forward to next fucking summer. <laughs> And I'm not looking forward. I got a lot of things going on, man. And I just really, really hope that I can make it to this show because I really, really, really want. All I want to hear is him say, call me up, turn that pussy to a faucet from Heartless. That's all I want this nigga to sing to me and I will be done. Like, I don't even got to sit through the whole goddamn show. Just perform Heartless, get to the second verse, because you owe me that much. All I want to hear is him sing the words, call me up, turn that pussy to a faucet. That's it. That's all I want to hear. That's my favorite. That's not my favorite line of the song. But every time I hear it, I just get like excited, which obviously my pussy is not a faucet, but 
it's the way that the music like kind of cuts off a little bit and it's just his voice just a little bit you still got the backup vocals there not the backup vocals but the backup instrumental there it's not the main instrumental so it's kind of just his voice isolated by itself and it just sounds good man it sounds good like that's the big that's the big build up in the, anyway I'm getting off topic. So that was Moth to a Flame by the Swedish Mafia House and The Weeknd. Brand new last week. I had to take some time to listen to it and I was reading over the lyrics before I started recording and this nigga is still as toxic as he was when he came out in 2011. <laughs> this nigga is dirty and I can't, I can't say that I don't love it. I'm going to be honest with you. I think it's amazing, but... Thank you once again for tuning in. I always, always, always appreciate the love, the support, anything that you guys can give me, I'm giving it right back. And until next time, I will speak to you all later. Thank you for listening to the All Anal Podcast with Sebastian Starr.